Hello and welcome to another podcast with your host, it's Miriam Khan, Raise Your Vibes. This particular podcast is one that I think will potentially trigger some individuals. It may help heal some individuals because that's what we're all about. But we're also here to discuss some difficult topics that not everybody can relate to. And it's something I never thought I would have to understand and empathise with or sympathise with until I actually physically walked that path myself. And it's only recently I realised, especially in the like the last two years with having come through, if so, those of you that have been regular listeners, knowing how much of a very difficult divorce I came out of and came through and come, come out the other side. When you leave a narcissistic uh, person, you don't realise sometimes the remnants of that person and you don't realise the trauma that still lingers. And um, only when you've gone through that situation, you can relate to someone else having gone through that themselves. And that seems to be the topic of our, of our show today, because some individuals um, will leave that toxic situation. And, you know, and some of us don't. I've talked about this before, how sometimes those situations leave us so broken, so downtrodden and so emotionally upset, uh, upheaval, jealousy, fear, anger, trauma, uh, resentment. Sometimes we're in hiding. We're trying to survive. We're trying to protect ourselves. We're trying to protect our children. We're trying to protect our assets. We're trying to protect our sanity. There are just so many different dimensions to this. It's not just one simple response. It's not one simple answer, you know. And I hoped that I wouldn't have to keep touching upon these subjects because, you know, you've got to close the door on it at some point. You've got to move forward. You can't keep remembering that situation with an ex-partner, ex-husband, ex-wife and so-and-so. But what I realised recently, which is very, very important and it's quite crucial, is that the only person that really does understand me and that predicament is another person either coming out of that or being in that. Now, I'm someone who really loves psychology. I love psychoanalysis. I also love um, psychoanalysis and I love looking at different realms of our of our mind and how it works and how the counseling side and the, you know, the other spiritual side, the physical side, the mental side of our soul and our being is all interconnected. And I have a great deal of respect, great deal of respect before I get criticism for psychotherapists out there. It's something I want to do. It's something I'm driven more so to do because I personally believe that you personally, having gone through some situations, relates and helps those people that are in front of you on a daily basis. And what I'm discovering recently more so is that despite the fact that some people have left that toxic, very toxic situation, very hostile situation, whatever that might be, even if it's years later, they still are in trauma mode. And it's as if they can't get out of it. Now, it's not a pattern. It's not a fixed abode. It's not something that they are purposefully doing to, to keep themselves in that trauma. It's not. It's not. It's just that, um, and, and I say this in the most politest way ever, there are going to be some psychologists and some psychoanalysis and counsellors, including myself, who don't fully get it. And that's because you haven't walked that path 
completely to understand the psychological aspects of what that person goes through. And that's how personally I can relate to it, having been in that situation and having, even now, as strong as I am and I'm repairing my life and I'm moving forward and I'm rebuilding bridges and I'm rebuilding things within myself, I'm self-loving within myself first, this is very, very crucial, very important. But, you know, there are times when I am still triggered. And it might sound really silly to some of you listening because you're thinking, oh, get over it, pull your socks up, you know, get on with your life, move forward. I've heard all these, you know. Aren't you grateful that um, you don't have children with this person? Aren't you glad that this particular tie is broken? And so on. You'll be surprised how many people say things being insensitive whether they mean to be or not, it still has an impact on you. There are some of us that have still got financial ties. They've got uh, family ties. They've got children. They've got connections to different things. It's not always easy to simply just walk away and close that door and move on. There are other aspects too, you know. Even if you have moved on, you've rebuilt your life, you're moving forward, you're trying to get over those situations, there are still triggers that come that can come at any point. And, you know, one of the things I, I've discovered recently, um, because I met an individual who I ended up having a, a conversation with and I ended up understanding this person better than anyone that she'd ever met in her life, probably. And that's because we both walked the same path. And when you're in a situation where you've left that narcissist, you've left that situation, you're out of it, you still don't realise that you're not living, you're still existing. And that's because you're in this zone that people don't really understand. And I think we need to be real and we need to be frank and we need to be honest and understand that emotional trauma leaves you stigmatised. The physical trauma, the financial trauma the um, abuse, the fear, it still lingers. And even though from the outside you're looking great, you've got your job back together, you've got your family up and running, after all the hurdles, all the trauma, you know, you might have been literally running for your life and trying to restart again. You might have been in hiding. You might have not had an income. You might have, There's all these different scenarios that I've helped people with, you know, when you're getting yourself back together into normal mode, normal inverted commas mode, you're trying to go back to routine. You're trying to start your job. You're trying to help yourself move forward. You're trying to help yourself break from, break free from that pattern and break free from trauma. It is not easy because psychologically, yes, you've moved. You might move different territory, different places, different so-and-so, but psychologically, your foot, one of your feet, one of your arms, whatever body part you want to, ref it could even be a spiritual essence, is still trapped almost in this bear trap. And imagine this, you know, cold iron sort of clasp that still kept you trapped, you know. Part of you hasn't realised that you're still not there anymore. But the trauma has continued to linger and it's continued to linger because we haven't realised that the physical essence, the physical being of our body has gone and moved forward. You know, the psychological part in us, the physical part in us, the spiritual part in us that was very broken, very triggered, is still there, is still in the past, in that liminal space. 
where it doesn't exist anymore. But our brokenness, our broken pieces, our unhealed part of ourselves is still in trauma. We're still alert. If something happens, we've got trigger signs. We have anxiety attacks, you know. We might be crying at any sort of moment. There might be a smell. There might be a sound. There might be a phrase that somebody says innocently. It triggers us. No one's going to fully understand until there's another person that's in your shoes. Try and imagine that situation when there are children involved and you are trying to rebuild your life. You're trying to move forward. You, you've healed. You've realized that that person is not someone you want to be with anymore. However, they are trying desperately to get you back, you know? And a lot of these um, situations, unfortunately, the person goes back. I did it myself. I did it because I had financial things, financial ties, which never got resolved. But I was doing it for those reasons. Also, there was a small part of me that didn't, marry, didn't want my marriage to fail. But on the large part, I had to play the game. And it meant going back into the lion's den even though I knew that the, the abuse I was going to receive was going to be far worse emotionally, you know. And that's something that people don't understand. From from the front side of things, they look at you and they say, well, you're fine, you're dressed okay, you're eating all right. They don't see that maybe you've struggled to eat that morning, that maybe you've thrown up in the morning because anxiety's come and had an attack, you know. They don't see that it might have taken you a long time to just pull yourself out of bed to get a shower, to comb your hair. These are stages of depression, anxiety. These are stages of all sorts of trauma that you're trying to relive and reheal from. But it's difficult because the outside world doesn't understand, you know? And this is what I'm saying, that these um, situations people don't really truly get, you know? And when these people that we've allowed into our lives, they've sucked that energy from us, energy vampires, if you want to call them that. They can see us trying to rebuild ourselves. They can see the fact that we are reliving again. We are restarting again. We're reigniting again. We're like that phoenix coming back up from flames. Even if it's small little baby steps that we've made, we're showing that we're independent. We can get on with our lives without them successfully. And all of a sudden, they want that back. They want that control. They want the gaslighting. They want you back in the position where you're vulnerable again and that you could be manipulated again. And they chip away and chip away and chip away. There's a small emotional part of us that wants that romance back, wants that love back, wants that affection back. Whatever it was that drew you into that relationship in the first place is sucking you back in. And that's where the emotional part of you takes over, you know, and the vulnerable part in you takes over because you remember those good times and we forget the, the reality. The reality is not actually like that, but it's hard for us to let go. And this is where we end up with our foot trapped in that bear trap, as I said. It's not easy to see the reality of the situation we're in. When we've moved away from it and we're out of it, this person is desperate for us back. 
will say all sorts of things, will do all sorts of things to try and get us back. And it's a manipulation of power, hidden ego. It's not from a place of love and it's not from a place of care. And it's not from a place of, you know, I want you in my life because you help me and you bring some joy into my life and you bring something that I'm missing, you know. There's that balance missing. There's the uh, reciprocation of feelings. There's give and take in that relationship. No, it's someone using their power and control over us. When we've moved forward or we're trying to move forward from this individual, you know, it's very difficult for others to see that even if years have passed on, we're still in trauma. We still have an empty shell and it's so hard to rebuild that part of us with self-love. It's so hard because we are trying to keep a job float. We're trying to keep maybe mortgage payments, house payments, rent. We're trying to find money for the school kids and school fees. And we're juggling all these different things, but we're not really looking after us. We're not really allowing ourselves time to grow. And that person can see that the egotistical part, the narcissistic part, the gaslighting part, they enjoy finding those small little bits of holes in us because they know where they are, you know? We have to heal from that. We have to allow ourselves to be kind. We have to allow ourselves to grow. And it's when someone has gone through that situation and come out the other side, they totally understand. I did with this person that I related to recently in a shop. And me and this individual ended up talking at the side and, you know, I ended up um, giving this lady a big hug and allowing her to cry and allowing her to feel the compassion and the warmth of somebody who knows who's walked her footsteps and can relate and can really empathise with how difficult the choices are that you've made to walk forward and to keep walking forward, but also making us both realise that that bear trap, we can get our foot out of it too. We don't have to allow ourselves to be physically and psychologically still trapped there. But it's a state of being because we've we've been so scared and we've been so fearful that we don't realise we're still in trauma and that we're trying really hard to heal we're trying really hard to move forward. We're trying really hard to rebuild our lives again. And it doesn't matter how many counselling courses we have, how many friends we talk to, how many times we try and change within. It's the healing that's got to come in. And when we can relate to someone on a real humble level, it's not from ego, it's not from being... Uh, someone ripping pieces out of each other. It's one person showing compassion to another and saying, hey, I understand. I really do understand. And I really do relate. And I do understand your position. And I got you. And you can also, you can come out of this. It's not always that we have to go hug someone. I'm say, not saying to you, go hug ra- everyone randomly. No, it's about understanding that person's predicament because leaving a narcissist is one of the most difficult things I personally had to face in my life and I had 
people question me, you know, psychologically, physically, you know, I, and I've seen people physically battered, emotionally battered, financially battered. There's so many different aspects to this. There's not just one thing. But believe me when I say you come out battered, financially battered, emotionally battered, spiritually battered. You are physically battered. You've constantly been in this war. And no one can really understand but you. There are periods of time when I have personally just slept. When I could, because there was times when I really couldn't. My sleep really was impacted massively. And imagine a situation where someone's got kids and they've got different routines and things. You've got jobs. Sometimes you can't do that. You can't afford to. Your body has just been on a high alert all the time. The the hairs on the back of your neck may be stood on edge all the time because you are conscious of the fact that, you know, you need to be on alert and you need to watch yourself and you need to be careful and you need to preempt some moves 20 steps ahead because you're not sure what that day is going to unfold. And if you are unfortunately still having to deal with that individual because there are kids involved, it's 10 times higher. It's harder to move on and it's harder to rebuild your life. You know, and my heart goes out to a lot of people that are in that situation because it's not easy at all. And you have to be kind. You have to be kind to yourself. You have to be kind to others and show compassion where it's needed. But the main thing is understanding that 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 foot that's in that bear claw, slowly you're the person who has to release it. You're the person who has to give yourself that freedom to come out of there, to, to be free, to realise you're not in that space anymore. You're not in that situation anymore. Psychologically, 10 years could have gone past Five years could have come past, but your trauma still keeps you there. And that's hard. That's hard to, to move past and to recognize. And when we do, we realize that, hold on a minute, we've got all these things happening. We're working. We're trying to help our kids. We've got our jobs going. There might be family commitments. We're trying to do this, this, this. We're, we're doing, doing, doing. And we're existing. We're not living. We're existing. In front of the world, in front of people, you know, we might look amazing from the outside, but inside we're broken. And it's that part of us that has to really work on healing. It's that part of us that has to really move forward and embrace the, the beautiful joy that's ahead. And that joy starts with us. That joy could be us one day smiling at ourselves in the mirror and saying, you know, I survived that, but there's a lot more to me than this. That's just one chapter, one story, a big one, an important one, don't get me wrong, but it's one part of me. It's not going to define me. It's not going to mould me. It's not going to make me be vindictive. It's not going to make me nasty towards others. It's not going to make me uh, regretful, whatever the situation the main thing is you move forward and you realise you're not in that bear trap anymore. You realise that you allow yourself to be free. You allow yourself to come out of that trauma 
and heal. And it's the healing that takes time. But the main thing is we're making them small steps of progress. We're making the small steps of moving forward and helping ourselves, allowing ourselves to be free and to be loved and to be cherished and to be accepted in the world that we're living in. But it starts with us. If you know someone, if you are aware of someone, please share this podcast with them, you know, because it's hard. It's very hard to come out of this and it come out the other side. And we have to have grace, we have to have love and we have to have respect for ourselves. And it's only through that side of things that we can come out and we can conquer and we can live again. Thanks for listening. I'm sure I'm going to be doing some other similar style, sensitive topics to this one along the journey because the people I'm meeting reflect me. And when that comes, you know, into light, it's it's something we should do. We should help each other and we should help each other to come out and come out strong, and come out shining and come out raising their vibrations in us and others higher. Thank you for listening in and thank you for being a great audience and God bless and blessings to anyone going through that difficult time. I hope you come out with it with strength, resilience and love and kindness to yourselves. God bless. Thank you for listening to Miriam. Carnet raise your vibes. Bye for now.